Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi there. You're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 159 closing ceremony magic. I've talked about opening and closing ceremonies a couple of times now on the podcast, and we'll definitely put some links in the show notes to those episodes if you're interested in deep diving the idea. But today we're going to talk about the magic of closing ceremonies in particular. The idea here is to simply mark the end of something with intention. This idea initially came to me a few years ago after a busy holiday season, which I suppose they all kind of are. And when I looked back over those holiday weeks, everything was amoebic and like smushed together. There was no distinction in my brain between Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas. It was just one big blur of busy. So I started marking the endings and beginnings of the actual holidays, not just the bigger holiday season. When I realized how valuable that practice was for me and my family, we started having closing ceremonies for the end of school and then the end of summer and then things unrelated to holidays and seasons, like finishing writing my book. So we are in a time now where we're ready to close something out. It's time, right? Closing ceremonies They're more or less part of the vocabulary around here in Lazy Genius Land, which is probably why I have gotten several slightly panicked requests over the last couple of weeks about how to have closing ceremonies when what you normally do won't work because of the pandemic. Or how do you even close a school year that barely felt like a school year? I get it. It's really tricky, especially if you already have a closing ceremony for this time of year that you love, but you can't do. Uh, Like for us, we go to our favorite burger place for dinner, the last day of school, but it's been closed for two months. It's not even open for takeout. So, you know, yeah, like now what do we do? What do we do when the restaurant we get food from or the park that we eat at or the movie theater we go to are all closed? Maybe you close out the school year by going to a friend's party that, you know, probably won't happen because of gathering restrictions. Maybe you celebrate by going to your pool opening, but you're not sure if it's going to open at all. And then how weird is it to socially distance at a pool? Maybe, ironically, the thing that you do for your closing ceremonies is to have a movie night at home because the school year is so busy and frantic and it's nice to finally not have anywhere to be but home. (laughs) The irony of that is kind of nasty. It can feel like our closing ceremonies 
are shot because of how things are. And that's a very real thing. I've said it several times in episodes about a variety of topics, but there's a lot to grieve right now. But here's an important thing to remember. The magic of a closing ceremony isn't really about what you do, but that you just do something. It really is. You can be disappointed about not being able to do what you normally do and still have a magical closing ceremony. The magic isn't in what you do, but that you do something. And in a lot of ways, I, th- I think of all the school years to have a closing ceremony for, it's this one. So let's, let's end the episode. Um, we're going to get to some ideas of like what you can actually do. But before we do that, let's start with a couple of questions that can help you name what you and your family need to wrap up this school year. And then I'll hit you with some uh, rapid fire ideas at the end. First, though, a very important reminder. Just because closing ceremony has the word ceremony in it doesn't mean it has to be elaborate. You'll get that from the list of ideas. But the scale of this, much like what you actually do, is not the important thing. Marking it is really what makes that magical difference in your mentality. Sometimes I have opening or closing ceremonies for different life transitions in my head only. I just breathe and mark the end of something and step into something else. And that still makes a difference. We're simply paying attention. And you can do that however grandly or simply you want to. Okay, a couple of questions to help you figure out what to do. First, what does everybody need? What does everybody need in this transition from weird online school year at home to summer still at home? Only you can know the answer because of how different we all are. Is it about noticing and naming some beautiful parts of how you've been living? Is it about celebrating that you got through this really, really hard thing? Is it about kicking this school year out the door on its butt? It could be a bit of all of it, really. Your closing ceremony, it might, it might need to almost be like a wake for all the things that you've lost these last few months. Maybe you or your kid didn't get to actually graduate in the traditional way. Maybe your daughter didn't get to go to her first high school dance that she was really excited about. Um, I know that the last year of elementary school can be a really big deal because as a kid, you're leaving a place you've been for, you know, six years or something, and now it's just over. And then you, or, you know, more likely your kid is like, you're just going to start middle school and you're freaking out about that. It's just, how do we do this? We can spin out really fast, you know, if we start thinking about it and, and, and spiral. We don't want to spiral. The point of these ceremonies is to ease the transition from one thing to the next, not spin out and spiral and the what ifs and the grief. And maybe, and this is the second question, the transition isn't from one thing to another thing. Often we move in our transitions from like school to summer, right? From thing to thing, from experience to the next experience, from life stage to life stage. But since our experiences are likely going to be kind of similar right now, just without online school, praise the actual Lord, ask yourself what mindset you want to transition out of and maybe even what mindset you're transitioning into. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. 
I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is True Accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off.
you could have closing ceremonies for the daily stress of trying to get it all done. Now that school is over, that's for the birds. Summer mom is not a stress mom. I mean, ideally, anyway. The point is, this is a chance to name what's been good and say thank you. To name what's been hard and say goodbye. (laughs) To name the feeling that we're ready to be free of because of these strange circumstances and welcome in something new. So the questions are simple, but the answers are vast. What do you or your family need from this closing ceremony? And what mindset are you needing to transition out of? Marking moments with closing ceremonies is just about paying attention to the moment, to your people, and acknowledging whatever you're experiencing together in a tangible way. Even if your tangible ways from the past won't work, you can still pay attention to the moment and acknowledge the experience, whatever that is for you. So here are some ideas of closing ceremonies. Obviously, different locations have different rules. Different people have different comfort levels of social interaction and leaving home. None of these are endorsements. None of these ideas. They're just ideas to spark your own thinking and what to do for you and your people. I'll just run through these without much elaboration. You know, again, sparks, just sparks. Ceremonially uninstall Zoom. Now, sure, you might need to use it over the summer for keeping in touch with people, but you can reinstall summer Zoom. Ceremonial, ceremonially uninstall Zoom. Bake treats for friends and deliver them. Clear off the area of the house that was used for school and declare it a fun zone. Like have a meal on the table, put together a puzzle there. Dance on the surface like a victor claiming your spoils. You have this space back and it is not for school. Get one of those giant Lego sets and put it together as a family. Have a backyard, socially distant movie night with your friends. The internet is full of really great projection ideas. Make a list or just talk about everyone's favorite thing from this weird time. Something you learned, something that surprised you, you know, that kind of thing. Any kind of reflection, really. Do a movie marathon, but on purpose. Okay, so you could spend the day after school is over where everyone watches their movie of choice, like in a row. Not everybody has to watch every movie, but it's kind of like a marathon to celebrate no no more school. Another take on the marathon is to do a closing ceremony for the whole week and binge a longer story like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or Harry Potter or something. Another way to make the whole week a closing ceremony um, is... And that can actually kind of, this can actually morph into summer opening ceremonies, if you want to get technical, is to let every single person in the house, if you live with other people, each get like a celebration day, okay? They pick what to eat. They choose a movie to watch or game to play or person to try and go see from a distance. Every, the point is everybody gets a day and the whole group is game for that person's day. For you personally, if you're a mom coming off of being an accidental homeschool parent, Do a yard sit with other school moms, you know, bring your chairs, bring a margarita and cheers in the air to a job well done. Move around a kid's bedroom furniture, kind of like a summer room. If there's a desk in there, move it to a very different space and let the kid have some, some space away from at home desks. Start a family read aloud book. 
Sarah McKenzie at Read Aloud Revival should be your guru for that, for sure. And finally, create a little time capsule. Bury it in the yard if you want, or better yet, like tuck it into a place where things go to die in your house, where it won't be discovered for years and years, like an attic or a garage or something. And that way it will go with you when you move, even if you forget about it. (laughs) Whereas if you bury something in the yard, you might forget about it. And those are my sparks for you to come up with your own idea for a closing ceremony for this crazy town kind of kind of life. And for those of you who have finished school already or are, you know, just really super close like we are here in North Carolina, a big fat high five because we did it. You did it. This junk is hard. It's rewarding and awful and sweet and interesting and stupid and all the things. And you did it. You made it. So good job if that was your reality. If you're a teacher, thank you from the bottom of our very tired, very, very grateful hearts. Your job is ridiculously hard. And we're so, so thankful for you and air cheersing that margarita in your honor. And if you don't have kids or you aren't a teacher, but you still feel like you're transitioning into a newer time, which is true for a lot of us throughout the United States because of how things are lifting right around now, you should have a closing ceremony too. Close out whatever you want, whether or not school is in the picture. We all get to celebrate. We all need to mark this time. So do what makes sense for you, for your life, your needs, your people, your state, your health, your convictions, your desperation, your dreams. It all counts. And that is it for today. I hope you enjoy some magical closing ceremonies in these next days and weeks. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to anything I mentioned in this episode, including a link to pre-order All Things Reconsidered by Knox McCoy. Seriously, y'all, it is such a great book. This isn't the ad talking. This is Kendra talking. Go buy his book. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra, and I'll see you next week. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.